who are we rooting for? And I think this is where the line started to get super blurred on this show of like, wait, who's my favorite? Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Kim Coates. And this is Theory. Recording in progress. <laughs> Are you singing? Are yeah. you starting it off with a song? Or would you like a little song at the top for you? Please. No, no, you. No, um, no, they love when you sing. So no, them, no, I can't possibly. Give them a melody. I'm here with Theo, who's across the pond. There's a big lake, oh, with his little wand. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> We've only got an hour and 10 minutes. For speaking of enough, speaking of enough, I text you a picture. I want, I want to come clean on something. I want to come clean with something that sure. I, I got to say, for lack of a better word, I was uh, prejudiced against. I've never said this in my life, that I, I, that I was uh, um, not nice about. Oh, that oh, I yeah. was back in the day when I was a young person that I might have really caused some chaos about. Hmm. You are the OG, the original crock wearer. You've oh, been wearing yeah. Crocs yeah. since I, I didn't even know they were a company. And yeah. I actually have mul- a multitude. Let me say <laughs> the word again. A multitude <laughs> of photos of you, of not just you, just your Crocs that I would yeah. take when we were on set. And I go, there he is the again. dirty bugger behind yeah. my back. Look at him. Look at him. It, look what he's yeah. wearing. And I'd show yeah. people and I'd go, yeah. look, what, look what this guy's wearing. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd I come from my, my, my farm. Pair. I just oh, yeah. got my first pair. <laughs> how they how they feel, buddy? It's the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever worn. <laughs> Flanagan and you, we'd be getting interviewed from TMZ. Yeah. I'd be walking out of the trailer with my Crocs on and my beard and everything, and Tommy would look at, and I'd fling them away. I'd fling them away, going to my bare feet. How did you know so early? How did you know? Billy Before Fickner. this phenom, it's a phenom now, these Crocs. Billy Fickner got them first. They were from Denver, the original owners, I don't know how long ago, post Black Hawk Down. And he got me a pair and I went, hmm, these could work out. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad you sent me a photo too, by the way, of those. So you've been wearing Crocs, because, you know, they've been popular for a few years, but they're really taking on this thing now. Like people put like designs on them and there's pins sure. on them. And like they have like, they have like, uh, you could bedazzle them and all this, right? You put pins on them. You put that beautiful pin you and see. Yeah, you can put the pin drop. from our drop, which we'll talk about. And now they're everywhere. I mean, they're literally everywhere. And there's, you know, knockoff versions, but there's the original. And I got my first pair and I said, but the, the, what, what really almost stopped me was I'm going to have to swallow my pride and erase every picture I have on my phone of Kim's Crocs. Yeah, you Croc cutter downer. I was a Croc cutter downer. Croc cutter downer. I was a Croc critic. And I, you were a Croc critic. And I would say to you, have you ever tried them, Theo? Have you stepped no. your toes into them yet before you cut them down? Do you know what they feel like, Theo? Do you know what your toes feel like? Your feet will be happy. And you go, no way, man. Not for me. I'm a craw critic. And I go, okay, someday you'll grow up. And look at you growing up in front of your incredible audience right now. And now Couldn't I rock the crocs. It's a big man to rock a croc. I rock and croc. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rocking croc all day. I'm croc rocking. You're rocking crocking. <laughs> All day. I'm crock rocking here on the ranch. And I gotta tell you, I am loving it. And the so, funny thing is, I haven't had a pair of crocs on for months. And now oh, you better get a pair now. No, I have them. I just have had no time. Oh, you have them all over. You're the original. You're literally <laughs> the, original. the first person in the world, besides like some chef in Brooklyn that I saw wearing. And Boone. Things. Boone's a and croc. Boone. Guy. Oh, yeah. Boone loves his crocs. <laughs> Boone is a big croc guy. Yeah. <laughs> Megan said to me the other day, because I got her a pair. She goes, is it okay if I wear them to Target? I said, Meg, you do your thing. You could wear these things everywhere. This is, this is where you we're don't at. You wear them to Target. Sure it is, Meg. You can wear them everywhere. People wear them pajamas to the airport. So anyway, <laughs> speaking of merch, uh, big drop. Yeah. Come on. Talk about it. Because 
by the time they hear about this, yeah, coming it'll up, be available. It'll be available like for everybody in the world. Okay, so stick with me here because I yep. hope my sound sounds good. We were getting a lot of heat, a lot of heat, a lot of, a lot of flames for my sound. And Justin was supposed to fix them today, but he had something going on, a uh, family thing. So this is they're relying on you and I to make sure our I sound. I think is okay. we sound pretty good so far. I think so. If not, just tell us, like you always do. Yeah. Someone wrote in the comments the other day. They said, "I can't hear Theo. I can't hear Theo, but who cares?" <laughs> <laughs> That's right. the greatest thing ever. It's the greatest thing ever. ever. So, this merch drop, if I'm correct, it's three shirts and a pin. It is three shirts and a pin, but one of the shirts are only Reaper Crew level on Patreon. Okay. So those, like they're all special. Everyone's special, but that Reaper Crew. There, there's something else, those guys and gals. So they, they, they're the only ones who can purchase that one T. The other two T's are super available. And I don't know how many pins we have left. You better get on no, it. Those are probably gone. I got to assume. No, there's probably a few left. But I just did a contest. I did a contest randomly on Patreon the other day. Might have been sitting on the toilet when I did it. But I just wrote really quick, like, hey, uh, I asked a question about the tattoo on Juice's head and like what it meant. And I said, first person to answer gets a free pin. Oh, nice! Yeah, they did. Well, I would I would have answered that. Why didn't I get shot at? You don't know the date. Do you know the date? The date? What? What it means? That was on. That was tattooed on Juice's head. The day you stopped following the New York Rangers. (laughs) Well, when that was when Gretzky came. Okay. Um, No. (laughs) No. So I did these little contests, and then even today on Patreon, we posted a picture of you and Venus. Did you ever see that picture that I took of you guys? It's on Patreon now, buddy. I don't know, but you should have been paid by FX to give your photos away because no one took photos like you did. Do you remember? Do you remember why I took these photos? I used to take. Well, I gotta see. It. I gotta see it. I can't okay. just. So here's the photo I took of you and Venus. Oh yeah, that was the last day. Right. Talking yeah. about her, you know what? Those breasts yep. in front of her. Yeah. Yeah. Put that on Patreon today. So there's a lot going on over there. But the point is, the merch drop because we just got off topic. It's available now to the public, to everyone. It was a week with our Patreon peeps. <clears throat> I know the pins were in limited supply. There was only a couple hundred made. So I know those went pretty quick. Um, but I think there's there might be some available. I have to get one because I want to. I heard there was that. 42 left. Oh, wow. And probably by the time they hear this, they'll be gone. But you never know. I really want that. Uh, he better save one for me because they take a long nope. time. No, uh-uh. okay. too late. I re- no, I need one. It was my idea. I need it. I need it. I need it. I need that in my Crocs. Um, okay. You, so do. That- <laughs> you do. You need your Croc pin. Today's International <laughs> Mushroom Day. You wouldn't know anything about it. I do. Um, it's a great day for that. And uh, and a great day to put some lion's mane uh, in a pill and uh, put some oysters on your salad. Just so you know, if you have oh, some mushrooms today. Beautiful. That sounds delicious. Yes. Yeah. Get it. It's delicious. Saute them if you want. Um. And that's what's going on. And now we're going to get into this episode. By the way, we only have one left in season five. We have this one and then one more. That is yeah. absolutely correct. What happened? I, I, well, I, go? I, got in, I got into a panic. Uh, Theo, when I left uh, L.A. to do White House Plumbers, as you know, I didn't go back to L.A. that, that often. Mm-hmm. I took four and five with me so I could watch the shows and take my notes. Do you realize, brother man? We only have one left, and I will be in L.A. to get season six so I can keep. Yeah. It just went like that. Bro, bro. They're going like that. Do you remember how season six starts? No. Not a clue, but I do know who dies. Well, okay, because I I think I know from – I don't know. I I don't want to guess wrong because we guessed wrong on Opie. Well, you guessed wrong. I did. I I have a feeling – Clay dies soon, but I didn't. I think it's in this season. Oh, whatever. Whatever. No, I'll bet you your left crock in a crock pot. Wow, with a pin on the pot that Clay dies next season, season six. Shit, it's not next week. Uh, 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 I thought it had something to do with that. No, son, because Juicy Pants had a little thing with with Jax on the phone, and it has to do with a gun. I have that gun at my house. I have that gun here. Are you fucking with me right now? Yeah, I have it. It's in the garage. I do. Was that one of the things you got to take? Yep. 
I got it. Ooh, that's pearl, pearl handle. Pearl handle with the reaper on it. I got it. We got it. You know what? You want to know something? My that house, is so fucking cool, bro. It is cool, and I got to tell you something. And I know that I'm, you know, it is International Mushroom Day. But I was thinking. Here's the thing. I don't really know the house the way it's set up right now. Like all my son's merch. Like remember we have our we have our uh, cuts are framed. They gave them that. Sure. Obviously, mine's my, not. Oh, mine. Yours is because you died on the show. Yeah, mine's framed beautifully. In beautiful. Grass. Oh, it's beautiful. really nice. So I'm keeping that. Obviously, I'm going to keep my bike, but I have all this other stuff that I, when you guys were all kissing and hugging and crying, I was already dead. So I took everything, right? Yeah, you took it all. Yeah. I have that like big uh, Reaper crew that's in bullets, that big sign. I know. Gorgeous. You know what I think I might do? You didn't take my knife. You didn't take my belt. You didn't take my bangles. You didn't take my bike. You didn't take my shirts. You didn't take my phony hair, my two days. I I wore your wig. Remember I wore the clay wig in the picture? Yeah. <laughs> With Michelli. Yeah. I, uh, but the point is, I don't really think I'm going to put them anywhere in this new house we're living in, the new home. So I think I'm going to try to figure out something to like uh, make people who would enjoy them have them. I don't want to keep them in storage. I don't like that anymore. I'm trying to live a minimalist lifestyle. So I'm figuring out. Just know the Well, you've got all your charities, too. I mean, my charities yeah. as well. I mean, this stuff yeah. that we can... Yeah. So the wheels are turning. So maybe if we have something coming up, like how cool would it be that Reaper crew sign that's in the clubhouse that was made of those big slugs, the big bullets. It was, it was shotgun slugs. Unbelievable. Shotgun slugs. I have it. I'm thinking we should auction it off. for Yeah. We'll wait till a big charity comes along and we'll do that. Auction off that gun. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a real gun, but you know, and then uh, you know what I have that's super stupid, but I kind of like it is on our last table read. You know how we have our name plaque, uh, name plaques? Yeah, name tags. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I took a little all plaque there while I was there. Did you take all of them? I took them all. Well, I'm cool. still looking for mine. Eight years. I later, have it. So now I know. I have it. it. I have okay. everyone's. So let's get into this. Uh, Here we go. Because I'm just going to say the theme of this episode is uh, Jax is the true villain. It's called Dorothy. Do you know what that means? Well, I I do. I had to look it up. Um, it's, a, okay. it's a Greek name, and it literally means gift from God. So I'm just going to put this out there that sure. some people might say, what's the gift from God in this episode? Um, some might say, oh, maybe Bobby saved Clay in a way. Like he, he, he really kind of did save Clay from Jax's wrath and maybe a bullet in his head. So maybe that's a gift from God. I just want to say that Dorothy is in response to every single person we've killed on Sons of Anarchy. We should all be in prison for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. And that Dorothy came down to give us all a gift from God to continue on with the TV show. That's because everybody should be in jail. Everybody should be in jail. Yeah, especially, I mean, they do it in the barn. It opens up with Jackson, the journal montage, and I figure out that he's writing to his sons. Oh, yeah. There you go, bro. Sure. Now, JT wasn't writing to him, or was JT writing to his sons as well, or was JT just writing? I think JT was just writing. Yeah, I do know that. For whoever whoever was going to find that book, he was writing. Right. But Jax is specifically writing to his sons. I think you're right. We also see this is the first episode, and I see why now because it's a it's a call to what happens later in the episode. We see Clay's back tattoo. That anarchy. I've never one. seen that before. No, me neither. Looks I like just he, wrote that down on that gorgeous hunk of a back. That hunk Pearl's of a back. Got. Yeah, there, there's a couple of tats that I didn't even know we had. I know they look like dime store tats too. They look like they came out of a candy machine. They're very simple. No offense to whoever. Captain Crunch box. Captain. Crunch. Captain Crunch. They came right out. Not Captain. What was the other one that I count? Uh, Chocula? No, the that was baseball your one. The baseball one. It was like candy corn or uh, you're whatever. the cereal guy. <laughs> no, it's it's in a box. They used to have them at baseball games. Uh, it's gonna. It had a toy in it. It's gonna drive me nuts. Oh no, 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 no! I know. I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, whatever. Somebody something corn. Yeah, the kernel corn. Yeah. The it's popcorn, but it's like sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Crack, cracker Jack. 
Cracker Jacks. Yes. You and pull that, that Cracker Jacks out of that Cracker Jack box, ah, that tattoo. They found a couple you. of those boxes. They put them on Ron's back for this episode. They did. All he right. Jacked up. So Good. he's writing to his sons. Bobby's bringing Clay to the table. Big meat. Clay spills the beans. Yeah. And I just want to remind everybody, remember, we ended last episode with Bobby talking to Clay, telling Clay, this is how I'm going to save your ass. Remember yeah, that? I just don't want to see you die or whatever. I just said. don't want to see you die. Yeah. Juice is a wreck at that table. Who decided, oh my God. Who decided to play it like wreck. that? Did Pete, did Pete Weller, who directed this, come up and go, Theo, just cry a little bit more. Be a little bit more emotional. What a, what a wreck. I would have stopped that meeting with Jackson. I would have said, hey, buddy, you all right? Like you look, you look like you're gonna go down. Juice is has the flop sweats at the table. <laughs> Tig is angry. Tig is angry as fuck at that well, table. You know, and and look, first of all, I said this, but this is one of the the longest. It was really a terrific scene, longest scenes in the chapel ever. Um, I really felt Jack's looking at every single one of us for our responses. I felt you, uh, when Bobby said no to meeting Mr. Mayhem, I I saw something in you, Juicy Pants, where mm-hmm. you're almost relieved that someone else said no because you wanted to say no. Yes. I wanted to say no, but I'm I'm a lapdog of Jack. So I no, me too, it. and so am I. We're both in And so are you. Jacks. Yeah. So the truth is, let's be honest, in an alternate universe, Jackson Tig would have not said yes. 100%. They wouldn't have said yay. 100%. But, but what's funny is the ones who aren't under Jax's thumb said yay so fast, like yeah. happy and chibs. Like they didn't even think about it. Yep. Deserves it. Deserves it. You're out. You're dead. Get and him I out. I also don't remember us fully patching in Filthy Phil. Did we do that? Oh, yeah. Well, they, they, they patched in Filthy Phil when we were in prison. Oh, when we, when off we, screen? We, yeah, off screen. He okay. just started season four being patched in. Okay. So they take the mayhem vote. Tig still said yes. Right. We know Bobby says no. We just talked about that. Jax comes out and he attacks Clay. I kind of remember this because I remember the tension was through the roof at this point. Right? Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. This I mean, that that was hard to pull that little lion off of Pearl. Yeah. Me and Tommy yeah. got that chore. Pull him off. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. He was he was really going for it, that little Jackson. He fan. was really going for it. And Clay, you know, I know this was right about the time. We've we've touched, we've danced around it, but I know Ron was having a tough time around the sun. This was the weird time, I always say. Yeah. You know, like you know when uh yeah. you watch good you watch Goodfellas a lot? Yeah. I Good mean, movie, not right? a lot, Great. but a few One times. of my favorites, right? Uh, but there's Terrific a time movie. where he's talking about something and uh, he says, this is the bad time. And like, it yeah. goes and they're in yeah. jail. Like, this was the time. This is show a real that. bad time. This is a bad On time. Sons. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's ups and downs, mainly ups, really a lot of ups. But there were definitely times where it was a little weird. And this was yep. definitely the weird time. Yeah. So Bobby gives Jax the big talk, right? Low talking, a lot of low talking. And the yelling comes out of nowhere. Well, it's just so weird because uh, I remember watching it and seeing Booney like look over his shoulder before he even whispered something to make sure no one's really at the door. Right. And literally two seconds later, Jax is screaming bloody murder at Bobby. And I thought, well, that's just really weird. Why, why would, why would we jump on that so hard? Um, the choices you know. we make. Um, yeah, that was interesting. Shaking. Everybody's shaking. A lot of low talking. Um, and then what was interesting is what happened next. Um, Clay's with Gemma. Answers at the door. He's getting patched up. And Clay lets them all leave and starts crying. What'd you make of that? I think every single lead on this show had an opportunity, you and me perhaps more than others because of circumstance of what happened to our characters, of breaking down or not breaking down or feeling emotion or doing with it, doing with it whatever you want. This was just an opportunity, I think, that Clay was given from Peter Weller, who directed it, and maybe it was written in the script, where Clay just breaks down. 
Can I ask you something about sure. crying on screen? Because sure. I think I do it more than most. It seems it seems like every role I get, they're like, oh, by the way, you're going to have a fucking mental breakdown. And I'm like, yeah, right. That's cool. right. I always, again, acting is life. Acting is mimicking life. You and I talk about this all the time. And especially when you're alone, do you rarely, and I'm, I'm surely not knocking anybody here. So I just want to put this out there. But rarely do you put your, when you cry, do you try to hide it as if you're alone? You, you might try to like stop it, but you don't really go to your hands. I feel like that's a movie thing when you put your head in your hands because it maybe like you don't feel it coming, right? Like, and, and you want to, you want to make the sounds, but there's nothing happening. Like the crying's physically not happening. Yeah. That, that makes, that makes total sense. The only thing I can say to that is. That, and I'm, I'm sure it's happened to you in real life as well. That sometimes you, when, when you, when you, when you cry or when you, 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 you bend forward, you do, you, you might put yeah, your hands, yeah, yeah. you might put your head in your hand. You just, you feel so weak. His cut is gone for the first time in his life. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. He, he has no life. He's barely hanging on with Gemma. He's out of the club now. All the, all the shits come back. Uh, and, but I, I got to tell you, I thought they might stay on it a little bit longer. Me too. They went out real okay? quick. They kind of went out a little quick for me. I would have liked to have hung on a little bit longer there. Ronnie was so good in that scene. Yeah, he was. And and just you didn't see it coming, I guess, because you never see it. No, that's me. a good point. You did not. You did not see that coming. And that's why I think I said what I said, where it's like, I think that if he stood up and we saw his face and we watched him yeah. process yeah. it, because see, when he goes to the hiding, I don't see what we just said. I don't well, see the 50 years you. without the cut. No, good for you, bro. And yet. Coming up in about 20 minutes here, when we talk about what happens to Clay and the tattoos, did you notice his face? Never Stay changes. Right, right here. Yeah, it never changes. Right his eye did a little twitch. Right. He, you could feel the pain in his lips, but he never fucking moved. Never moved. Amazing. And the camera so got again, again, I think that this would have been a moment. Where if I was directing this, I would have said, no, 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 no. Got to see your eyes. I want to see the history. I want to see the cut. I want to see everything. Could not agree more. You know, and I would have forced or asked him to please stay up because I want to read it on you. I don't get anything from top of head and hands. I get it from the eyes never lie. Right. So I want to get it from there. So I was just thinking about that for a lot of actors. No, very good point. Watch this. Okay. Tara's in the hospital with the lawyer. She's asking about life insurance. Um, you know, they, they're, everything's happening so fast. So that's kind of cool that she's thinking about that. And that leads to these other things. Um, Chibs immediately goes to Jack's. Pope wants a meeting. Why uh, was Tommy so teared up in there? I don't know. Tom came in. Tommy Chibs came into the chapel yeah. to tell Jack's meet. But he was so emotional. Maybe I about wonder, Clay or something. It must be about Clay, or maybe like maybe some scene got cut. Something might have happened. Maybe Tommy saw Clay, or I don't remember. But well, some- there's also that trick. You know the trick with actors, right? The trick with actors that I've watched happen a lot now that I've been doing this for so long is that a lot of trick that people get bogged in on is they think that if something's emotional. I'm not saying that happened in the scene. I'm just using this as an example and a catalyst to say this. They think that if you're emotional in the scene, it equals good acting, right? And the truth is, if it's not, if it doesn't represent the scene, it's going to equal bad acting, right? If you yeah. just acted emotional for no reason, that kind of makes you not, it doesn't. That's worse. That's worse than anything. That's worse than not than trying. Hang it, on, right? just to be seen, I'm going to get emotional. I'm going to right. No, I'm no. going to get emotional. It's like, well, wait, we're just getting in the car to go to the diner. It's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to like really <laughs> that door. And I want that bird. <laughs> my, my aunt Margaret that she lost on the Packers. Yeah. And it, 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 whenever whole, you say hamburger, gone? it makes oh, me think of aunt yeah. Margaret. No. Yeah. No, no. We're just going no. to get a burger. But it's like, I think that actors think that. So, and that's, you know, remember you and I have talked about these pauses people take that you could drive a train through and you're like, what are you doing? What you got to you got to answer me, and they're like, and it's that Brando thing. They don't realize he was searching for lines because he had his lines taped all over the room. (laughs) But they think they equate it. So sometimes I think emotion is added, and especially on a show like ours, where some of the most 
highly emotional scenes. Tig, OB, Juice have been part of those, have been uh, rewarded by the fans, right? Well, they they're, love and they're And they're warranted. They're warranted. They're warranted. So I'd love to know what Tommy was thinking when he came in, because he was emotional. I don't Might have been a cut scene, or it was Clay. Yeah. Was he emotional about Clay? Yeah. All right. Good point. Maybe. Here we go. He won't remember. I'll tell you that. No. Um, God, no. Okay. So Tara's being grilled by this guy. Uh, he's flaming her with these questions of like, why would you do this? What why a, would you do What that? a good little scene, though. Like, he was I great. Love I don't know who that guest star like, actor was. Gosh, he was good. He was great. God damn, he was real. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was so real that you actually were like, I, I was thinking when I watched it, I'm like, this is exactly how it would be with like a CIA guy. Or There's no guy. doubt. That's and that's that's making the most of a senior. Ah, uh, without trying, you're just so real. And this guy was fucking great. And he didn't push. And she, first of all, if I was that guy, the second I asked her a question, the lawyer whispered in her ear, I'd have been like, "She's guilty." <laughs> <laughs> if the lawyer's got to tell you what to say, you're no, you're guilty. You're guilty. If you don't know how to answer this basic, I'm just question, gonna, I'm just gonna, Miss Noel, I'm just gonna write down right now that you're guilty. You're guilty of association from your lawyer. Yeah, because he's she's whispering to you. Ear. I just At all I moment. asked you is if you went to you the is guilty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, meeting with Marx and Pope. Um, again, remember, I don't know what's happening, but again, I don't know what's happening, so I'm probably going to look foolish. But I bothers me that he's asking him advice, and it bothers me that he's. I've like, hated every single one of them. I, I don't know what they what purpose this is, I, I, except for one thing. I, I, I'm telling you right there, that whole buddy buddy thing, that buddy buddy part. I think it's a total audience setup. I don't know if you remember what happens in the next episode, Theo Rossi. I'm I not going to give it away, but I'm telling you right now that maybe one of the writing aspects of the buddy buddy with Jackson Pope is a complete set up with what is about to happen in the next episode with Tig, Pope, and Jax. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Because I don't because like he, Because he agrees to give Tig up. Yeah, oh yeah. Right? Okay. Then we go to Lynn meeting with the cartel and crew. Cartel needs more guns. Lynn's busting out like G.I. Joe type bazookas. Um, <laughs> where did these things come from? Who needs no, like what the fuck is what happening? Is they, what are you gonna do? Go into a bank. We're, we're a country border? now with with armor and bazookas and tanks. It's stupid. We've gone from the odd 44 to that to a mortar to like a fucking literally anti-aircraft gun. What are you doing? Oh god. Yeah. And Tig had absolutely nothing to do with any decisions. Romeo wants the guns like now. Jack's trying to deliver. It's a, everyone's in a bit of a rush. Got to go. Got to get it. And this is big business. What are you in a rush for? We're talking about big business here. Big. I don't know. I don't know. It seems stupid. And it seems like it's, it's like a, it's pandering to like, oh, we look at the big guns. No, you're right. You're right. And we're not getting rid of the whole Benito and Romeo yet. We're getting, and we got Donald Lowe's now on this thing. And we just got stuff going on, and it's you know when you know when something is so big that you 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 can't quantify it, so you almost don't care about it. It's almost like uh, when they say the Great deficits, point. the deficits like four billion, and you go, I don't like if you said five billion or four billion, like that wouldn't still matter. It's, it's a lot. lot. How about this? It's a lot. Once we get past the million, it's a lot, right? Okay. When you start showing guns like that, I zone out because I'm like, I don't. When are you going to use? Nope. That? On the show. Doesn't mean anything to me. Doesn't mean Too anything. Much. If I see the Suns fighting in the Redwood Woods or whatever it is with a mortar, we have a problem. Yeah, I mean, we did that already. Fight, Can't do that fight. again. We've already done that. Yeah. Kenny you were tiptoeing through the tulips and they were like, you know, bombs ready to blow your legs out. And you didn't give a shit. Theo's going to blow me up right now, please. Stupid. That was last season. Tara and Wendy are having their meeting, and Jesus Christ is at it again. Wendy's going to hit her with a big Jesus Christ when she says, yeah, uh, "It's a bit soap opera for me in that scene." Got to tell you, just a little overriding. I don't know. Ended with but a she hug. needs her and the whole thing, and 
Yeah, just not. I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Did so I, I'm going to move on to the next. Thing. I don't moment. know either. I don't know. It all happened pretty fast. Wendy's back in the scene, and it's all for this ending, which I despise. But let's correct. Let's correct. Not get there, yeah. Okay. Um, old gun warehouse with the Irish. The cartel arrives. I did, had no fucking idea what was happening here. Not, what what just happened? For what know. reason? I don't no, know. people are dead again in the warehouse, and then no more deaths. Hang on, everyone, stop shooting. Yeah. What? And now Gail, Galen's pissed. Everyone, I'm so confused. Galen's going to hurt they, SOA why bad. Did come? Why did they come? Huh? Why did they, why couldn't they wait? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't write this show. Was I even in it in season the five? Card, I don't so know. the cartel tells Jax after the Lynn meeting. <laughs> the cartel go, tells Jax. Tell, tells Jax, go get the Irish gun. Go get the guns from the Irish. Then they go to get the guns from the Irish, like the cartel says. And then Cart- someone comes in from the outside with guns ablazing. Boom, boom, boom. Let's kill a couple of people while we're here. Because no one's going to really think about what's really going down. We're going to get away with it. There's a little some violence. Let's but go. I, I would have been like, I, you told me to come here and meet with them and get guns. Why are you here? I don't know. I'm just putting on chapstick. No, and um, then Jax goes, he's tax, he tasks Tig to call Tacoma, get everyone together. We have to be a big lockdown again. We've done this about eight times on the show. Here's another one. Oh, I don't even want, before we get to that, people are so that scene. People are yelling and killing. Everybody's getting killed. All the stunt guys are getting killed. Yeah. Jax tells Juice to listen closely. Calls him up. Right. Something. Something's. Something's nefarious is going on off screen. Right. That we don't yeah. hear. That we, we don't, don't hear. hear. We know something. That's right. Come back apparently later. It does. Then Nero's with his crew. I don't know what they're talking about. Now, they have a problem with someone that we've never met or heard of. He's got problems with somebody. He's either a bizlat or they're fighting the bizlats or there's 10th Avenue crew. I don't know what's happening because I. <laughs> this is all new. And again, it's we're all talking, new. Because Nero's been, Nero's been drugged right back in. He's been pulled right back in. So okay. He's, he's the big, you know. He's the but big why are go- we supposed to know what they're talking about? We haven't met any of these gangs they're talking about. No, no, just, just to show Nero. Just to show Nero that he's back in. He's back in it. He's thick. He's killed some guys. He's back in it. That's oh, all. Lale. Oh, lale. Okay, oh, so, lale. so then Gemma comes in. Gemma and Nero have that scene. Well, the Diosa Club, can I just mention, it's bustling. It's, it's like it's like Christmas right now. Making money hand over fist. It's making money. Well, it must be because Nero's about to hand over like you know half, half a million, million dollars. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. The fuck? yeah. I don't understand that. I either. love Je- I love what Gemma said to Winter though. How's the ass? How does it look? Like a snack. Oh yeah. <laughs> At least that was delivered beautifully. It I mean, was. It was. Well, and again, it's bustling. Every, they had a lot of extras there that day. People are very excited when they're on the sunset and everybody was, again, I'm never, I think I've only, I have more scenes in that club coming up, but I was never really there in season five. I, you guys were there. I was never there. No, none of us were. That Diosa really explodes next season, I think. Got it. So Juice with Clay and that gun. Juice is sitting there. Clay's showing him that he sees the gun. Clay gives him the gun. Before I can even process the gun, Tig shows up. So can I ask you a question? Because I kind of remember sh- shooting that. I, I I do. Like, let's go. Let's go. Let's you get out of here. standing outside that door on set, and they had the outside set up like a real set. But yeah. you never really saw the outside. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So you'd I go do. to the front door, and there'd be like a potted plant, and it'd yeah. be like a front door. Yeah. And the way Paul Maybaum lit it looked like you were out in the porch. Yeah. And you and it literally is in the middle of the set. We're about to roll. We're about to roll now. Everyone shut it down. Shut, shut down. down the guns and the Coke cans. Ready to shoot. Help me out, and guys. Help me out. Help, help me, me out. out. Please help me out. <laughs> help me out. Please, I need all the help I can get. Please no, stop talking. I would say that all the time. Just help me out for fuck's sake. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. So then so, you come in and you yeah. basically tell him, let's go. Let's go. Um, Why are you taking the gun? 
I don't know. Wow. I have it here. I have it here on the ranch, but I don't know why I take it. No, but I just said, I just wrote down. I really don't remember, but remember Jack's called juice about something. Something about that gun. Must be about the gun, you would think. Sure. Okay, sure. So let's just keep it. Let's keep it at that. Let's keep it at sure. Let's keep it at sure. It's something to do with a sure, a pickle jar, and a who cares. Yeah. (laughs) But certainly not uncalled for. Because Certainly not uncalled for. This looks like it's called for. A pickle jar, who cares, (laughs) and a sure. And a sure. Not uncalled for. Not uncalled for. No, this is called for, it seems. (laughs) Now we go to the hospital. With some and, strange white guy following them. Who's that fucking guy? I don't know. Very tall. Probably uh, th- they just got some ominous looking dude. I mean, they were like, hey, we want to put you on the show. And he's like, cool. Do I say anything? They're like, no, but just look as creepy as fuck. And they're like, we're going to also, we need you to be extra tall. So you really and stand And you're going to wear that lovely leather jacket that, yeah. oh, wait, a lot of Irish guys wear. Okay. Let's just let's put them in that. Yeah. What am I getting credited as? Oh, just creepy guy at the hospital. Okay, cool. I'll take it. That's so cool. Do I get lunch with this? Yeah. And I'll be there. And she would go, no, I'm eating your yeah. lunch for you. And don't talk to the main cast. <laughs> the poor guy's like, what? Don't talk to anybody. Don't talk to anybody. You're lucky to get makeup. So get weird. in here. You never were an extra. I was a fucking extra. You get treated no, like I was never an extra. Dog shit. Did I ever tell you my story about sex in the city when I got what that lady said to me? <laughs> you can say it again, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did Love I say it on this show? I yeah. told you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say it again. I got treated like fucking shit. And that wasn't the only one because I did extra work before that on this stuff. It is horrific. Buggers. Little buggers. They just treat you like shit. Nice. You're making $110 for 19 hours nice of work. to the extras, for Christ's sake. Jesus. I used to go up to every one of them, and I used to say, hey, by the way, I used to be an extra. Like, let's do this, guys. We got this. You want to act? You know what's funny? A lot of extras don't want to act. No. You know that? No, they retire. A lot of stand-ins don't want to act. Yeah, a lot no. of stand-ins don't want to yeah, act. Yeah. I would think that you'd want to do that. David wanted to act, and he is an actor. My he does. Boy, he's, yeah, he's on our show. Did he have lines nice. on the show? He, oh, yeah. He played the cop. Yeah. So he had some lines, right? Oh, yeah. Not too many. I said, please don't give him too many. Don't Dave, give him. Don't give Dave. Dave, you know how much I love you. Yeah. You're a fucking yeah. good little actor, too. Dave, just don't give him too many. Yeah. Stand just, you, you're my standard. Come on. Please. Don't you get upstage me. Don't upstage me, Dave. So... Wendy, this was a little peculiar about this hospital scene. We see creepy dude walking around. Chibs and Jax does the thing with the son at the candy machine. Like Poor Wendy. She can't catch a break, man. Like, can't catch a break. And first of all, I think she probably should have explained more. No, 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 no. Tara set this up. Hey, 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 hey. Tara's the one who recommended this, not me. That's what I would have said if I was Wendy. I couldn't agree more. She didn't do any of that. She was nope. like, Tara knows. What's, what are you so mad about? Meet me outside. Okay. Well, now they're outside. Here's my other thing. <laughs> she said, he says, meet me outside and grabs his son. She goes and sits like 600 yards away on a bench. Why, why didn't she just go wait right outside the door where they're because all she needs out. to be picked up and kidnapped? That's so, right. Come on. Why put, why, why are we thinking about anything? Don't we just got to get ready for the next scene, which is the car pulls up and that's a, is, are we there yet? Uh, we're not, not we are. Quite. The car pulls right. up. We don't, we just know she gets taken because. Oh, they, so yeah. I want to ask you, why did we not hear a scream? Nothing. I heard the car pull up and that kind of burned out of there, but not. So did <sighs> some big creepy Irish guy put a pillow over her mouth like that? Or they, they caught it with like one of those giant dog nets. Like remember in the old cartoons? <laughs> yeah. Bugs Bunny. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. just kept going. Yeah, and it and it had you know you couldn't talk through it. And it it was like she disappeared, like almost like like smithereens, like yeah. vanished. Like, like it was Captain, like oh you're gone. Like Captain Kirk did into space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like just disintegrated. Woo! And there's her purse and like yep. a bag of Cheetos. Yeah, and they're like oh. <laughs> and the cigarette was still burning. And then all of a sudden, everybody turns into a detective. Like they go over there and they see her bag. They see like the cigarette and they're like. She's taken. She go. She's taken. What if she? What if she just had the shits or something? What if she had to run? She to had, the she had diarrhea. Back? Yeah, she just had to run away quickly. Like, what yeah. if she was like heard a gurgle and a song? She's like, oh, yep. fuck, I can't even stay. Gotta go. Here. I gotta go. How about it? White Castle. Mm-hmm. Shit in the habit. No. No. Net car. No scream. Bye bye. <laughs> so Lee Turek with Wendy. Uh, 
Donald's great in this scene. Donald's so fucking good. He's so fucking good in this scene. Did you know, did we talk about that HBO show real quick? Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, 1% we've talked about. We have? Well, maybe we haven't with this. Well, it was was a show, you guys, that uh, HBO had commissioned and wrote. Greenlit before ours. Greenlit before ours. I auditioned for it, actually. Me too. I literally did. I think you did too, right, Ross? I yeah, did, no, Billy, and I Billy, helped a friend. And I helped a friend audition for the callback. Billy Billy Fickner auditioned for it. I mean, called one percent. It's called one percent. They cast Donald Logue as the lead. Sonny Varga was the creative consultant. Yeah, the lead guy. And Sons gets cast around the same time, a little bit. Donald Logue was Jax. Donald Logue was the Jax. Was the Jax of the piece, but he was a lot older, obviously. A lot older, yeah. But um, ours kind of hit the road running and exploded, and HBO just buried it. They never yeah, even showed it. So showed while there. they were in editing, yeah. While they were in editing, we were filming. We came out hot as a pistol, and we got through our editing faster than them. Mm. And apparently, somehow, ours aired and they were still in process. Like theirs was like a big show. They spent like three times the amount or something on oh, their show. At least. At, at least. Because ours was made for like two donuts and a fucking yep. bag of hot well, They got me for a half a bag of Cheetos. Yeah, and literally a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. They got me for a wink and a compliment. So yep. they, and it worked out really well for everybody. It worked out well. So they apparently we're sitting on it and then ours just and they were like and even though we didn't start off well ours had this immediate like cultural impact where they were like it had chatter everywhere yeah Yeah. even though we didn't have a lot of audience the first few seasons they were like oh we're not gonna put the show actually we didn't do too bad after about halfway through season one at the start of season two when, what happened to Gemma? The Gemma, that was the pop. That started to really, yeah. But the Netflix effect was number three. Number four. Yeah. First three seasons were available on Netflix before they had original shows. Boom. And when a show That's was a available, lot. it became, we tripled our ratings, I think. Oh, my something. God. It was crazy. But you know also, everybody knows the story. Our first night that we premiered was when uh, they, Sarah what's his name, said Sarah Palin, and that took over the news, the news cycle. So, like, no one watched. I think we had, like, a point eight. We had 42 people watching. It. Yeah. It my mom. And, and everyone in the military. Yeah. Everyone in the military. And everyone in the military. 38 yeah. people. Yeah. Because when you and I went to our first USO tour, we just thought people in the military watched the show. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Military and old bikers. So anti-war and so pro-troop. That's you and me. Yeah, yeah, me and you. But then what we found out is the show shifted. It was like 60% women, 40%. Well, uh, you just men. showed Jax's bum one time. Well, and or you get you know, your and your Tommy with a diaper on. Come on, yeah. that diaper. I think the diaper is what you're the man. So <laughs> Lee Turek, we get to hear his name for the first time. He yeah. really, he really does a great job in this scene of like taking her down the road, where yeah. it's like, well, can you explain this? And she thinks it's all innocent at first, and then he's like, hmm, but what about this? And now she starts to realize she's in trouble. Yeah. And he says, well, I'm technically unemployed and looking when he leaves the office. And you're like, this motherfucker is going to be a lot of trouble for these people. Well, I just want to say that card that he got printed out at Walmart. I mean, it could could have used a better badge than that. I mean, he just hands this little terrible white little card. Kinkos. He got a Kinkos. Kinkos. Like, seriously, for $1.99 for 50 of them. Yeah, <laughs> he could have done. He could have done a little bit better. <laughs> laser, <laughs> he done a little bit better. You got the but he's, laser, scared, he's scaring this shit out of me already. This guy, but he's great. So good. Here now, we see the lockdown for the first time. I just want to say something, and I want to. I want to say from someone who shot a lot of these to whatever. These lockdowns are ridiculous, and I'm going to tell yep. you. What. First of all, does anybody have a change of clothes? People are in there like almost oh. in clothes. Who? There's only one bathroom, so it's got to smell like death's door. Not like, good, who, and and there's not there's good. Still that, you know the. The panties and the bras down them that yeah. you threw in a season the two. Filthy Phil no goes in gonna... there and shits out some ribs. Like, what? who's going in there? After that? It's terrible. There's only one bathroom. Okay. And we got the same guy, the same extra holding the shotgun so wrongly Every at time. the door. He doesn't know where to put his finger. It's so bad. I don't know who the so consultant bad. is for that. 
Out. I never liked those scenes because I never liked where you had to stand. And it was like all that you knew you were going to be there all day. And you're just sitting there and you're like, you're with a lot of these people who you never really met, you know, and you're just like, Hey, this is cool. Like, Hey, and they love, you know, obviously they want to talk about the show, which is great. <laughs> Cut to like 12 hours later. You're like, did we get this yet? Like, why is, how many cameras are you? This is only going to be used for a minute and a half. Yeah. But they're like, someone's playing pool and someone's throwing darts and someone's. I get it. We're on lockdown. Yeah. The Irish, for some reason, the fortress of solitude is TM. They can yeah. attack anywhere else, but they can't. Anywhere, nope. Right there. Fuck out of here. Um, okay. So <laughs> Clay gives info. And as he's giving info, Jax is so mean to him. He tells him basically, like, get the fuck out of here. And then yeah. Nero comes in. Where does uh, all that money come from? Apparently, he he had it saved. why is he giving it away? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. He had it saved for a ranch, is what we're hearing. This is Did you hearing. listen to all this then when we were doing it for your ranch that you just bought? Were you taking notes back then? Yeah, except I got out of the game. He said he couldn't get out of the game. The game kept bringing him in. Right. So yeah. he gives without even blinking, he gives Jack a hat. $450,000. Yeah. What? what? Woo. You're going to sign anything? No. Nope. Collateral? No. Nope. And he gets it right then and there. Where's that money? Under the pillow? Like, and then woo. if you break down this thing, they say now they're partners and he needs guns to fight this imaginary war that we just heard about in his kitchen over at Diosa. Which is right over my head. Okay. So how is Jack giving him guns without paying for them? Who? Who's running the books here? This whole thing is <laughs> not Bobby. Bobby used to run the books pretty well. Not no mo. Not He's on no the outs mo. with Jax. Yeah, I don't know. So now we got Jax with Gemma. He goes in to sit with her. Um, I don't know. And then this is actually probably my favorite scene. I'm not just saying because you're in there. Is Tig with Clay and the Irish. The Wendy returns. Uh, Clay wants to make a move. Tig sees the hug, and he tells you his plan. I thought that was the most honest scene of the episode. There's a lot going on there. Right? I really, I, I, I like the scene too. I, I really, um, I thought after seeing that scene, I wondered, and you and I've already talked about it, but had I not been under Jax's thumb, I wouldn't have voted the way I did. There was oh, yeah. something about showing the camera on Tig's face in this scene where, you know, when I, when I go, when he goes, you know, don't feel guilty. And I go, I don't feel guilty. You fucking earned it. Meaning there's some truth to that. There really is some truth to it. And I, I love it. Yeah, but he also still loves him and they still have that thing. No doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt about it. So I really, I really like that. And I liked that when he was hugging or when he was hugging Galen, like just seeing Tig in the back, like looking. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I like that. Because I'm curious on where this is all going. Um, okay, Wendy yelling at Jax. First of all, I don't believe it. It's not that she's Dre is amazing in the scene, but it's so out of character. Like she, it's just an out of character scene. And this is a character in Jax that yells at everyone, especially yeah. at this moment. Yeah. And he's going to let her yell at him and his wife. I guess so. No. Yeah. It was, a, it was a, a placement scene. Let's call it a placement scene for what comes Some, later for what comes later. That's all it was. And it's, those are tough to play. When they don't come, uh, you know, when they don't come organically with, from within the character. Uncalled and you for. And, and you and me, uncalled for, and you and me and, and the other leads, I, I had no issue going to Sutter and telling him something that I don't want to do or I don't believe it. And, and sometimes he'd listen and sometimes he wouldn't. But I felt good every time that I, I would bring it up. I think it could have been done without the yelling more of like, are you serious? Like, you lost the kid? Like, what do you expect me to do here? Like, what? What are you doing? Right, like, right. what's going on with your life? You don't have to. I know. You don't have I to. Know. It doesn't have to be the anger, but whatever. I don't. I'm not directing it. So, right. um, Jax thanks Nero. He's mad at Bobby. Basically, tells Bobby, "F off!" Right? He's, yeah. He's done with him. Yeah. Yeah. Gemma with Clay yelling at him. Yeah. Yelling yeah, at him. You're, screaming. You're at him. Yeah. If, if, if any other time, I'd. Beat the shit out of you, but not right, right now. Kill you, cut you. Yeah, I'll kill you. Get the Name fuck it. out. Yeah. Gemma with Clay, uh, he gives her the birth certificates. She says all that. He says to her, she's all that matters. 
And then she tells him she'll think about it. So she's just playing him like a tune, right? The whole oh time. Oh my God, that's what I wrote down. I mean, this is some of the best acting Gemma has ever done. Forget about right. Katie. But Gemma, in front of Clay, she's all bullshit. It's not true at all. No, it's not true and at all. Man, it came across as if she was actually really thinking about going. So yeah, especially when she like slid in his arms and all that. Cause yeah. there were times yeah. in the beginning, there were times in the beginning where I was like, does she mean this? And now I know she doesn't, which kind of makes it more interesting. The choice. Yeah. Good point. Good. Cause point. she's really going for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Burning in a tattoo. Clay's all beefed up. Ronnie has got the wingspan of a D lineman. Um, all these extras <laughs> in the garage. First of all, who are these guys? Tacoma. Tacoma. Remember, Tig had to call Tacoma. Get oh. Tacoma down. Why? And again, in pure Sons of Anarchy quickness, we get $450,000 in about 10 minutes from the pillow that Nero has yeah. somewhere. Yeah. I, when I go get Tacoma down here, they're all taking private jets to get to that clubhouse like right now. Here we go. They're down there somehow so quick. They're all Tacoma guys. Yeah. I don't know any of them. No. And, you know, we knew a few of the nomads, but Tacoma, they were always a weird little club. We didn't get to know them. We didn't get to know them. And, no. And, uh, but the guy, no. I, again, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they're there. Okay. So the, the, Jax leaves and goes night riding and the montage begins, right? Yeah, so I said Jax peels out of there before it's over. So I guess that's fine. Fine. He saw he saw enough. He's out. All he needs to see. He's happy. Mad he, he's mad that he's still alive. Exactly. Happy really looks like he knows what he's doing. He does. <laughs> Happy's a DL's a, a great tattoo artist. I think. That's what I'm saying. He really knows what he's doing. He knows how to put them on, and he certainly knows how to take them off. Do you remember so, this day? Not really. He was adamant about. Well, I wasn't him. there. Tig wasn't there. But you're not there. Okay. I, so I, I've, been, I've been, I've been, I've been counseled to go, go do something for Wendy. We don't know what it is. I'm not even there. I'm not there either. Jax didn't want me to see Clay get detatted because I might be too emotional, and I probably yeah. would have been. So I'm not Juice even there. Isn't there. Juice isn't there either, but I do remember DL, and I would love to, because I used to make fun of him for this, so uh, I would tell him this if he was here. Yo. He, Sometimes DL had a hard time detaching TV from real life. So he'd be like, no, 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 you got to alcohol it down. You got to get the gloves on. You oh, yeah, this, yeah, you yeah, gotta, yeah. You got to really bring up the the the, the pen and you got to get the ink out. You got And they go, we have about four, four and a half minutes to shoot this scene. So <laughs> like just we're going to start. You're already tattooing. He's like, yeah, but you'd have to take a break and dip, <laughs> dip every time. And they go, listen, suspension of disbelief. <laughs> Just fucking rub your hand in the back. We're not even going to see it, but it won't. It, it's not going to look. Re- it's fine. Nobody, it's fucking fine. Get off, fucking DL. Man. And we would have these thirty-minute conversations about it has to be exactly like this. And then finally, he gets so frustrated. You go, fine, yeah. fine. It just won't look real. And it's like, but, but it does. No one cares. Like it's okay. He changed his complete. He was circling the wagons early and then he became a wagon in season six and seven when him and I are burying more bodies out in fucking trigger woods yeah. or whatever it was called. He's like, good. Yeah, we don't need to dig. Get, throw him in. Yeah, hey, let's go. Let's throw in. His head's still hanging yeah, out. We don't need that anymore. I got yeah. But he, in the beginning, it was so hard for him not to do. He was a technical wizard. He was yeah, a wizard. He's a technical <laughs> wizard. So, so uh, Tara's praying. And I love the shot of Turek with all the guns. I love. The shot of him at the end of the bed and all those guns in the mattress. It's such a great shot. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. I just I just said Lee Torque's got Torque. Is it Torque? Turk. Turk. Lee Turk has more guns in his bed than the IRA. Yeah. Like holy and it's cool. Rat rat super sleazy cool. hotel. It's cool. It looks like a man with a plan. You know, he's got it going yeah. on. So Tig meets up with Jax. I think right now everybody's confused. I gotta say one more thing, one more thing about Ron's yeah. performance, getting those tats off. Yeah, it was right in this area, Theo, where they really, and you brought this up earlier, about they zoomed in on his face, mm-hmm. on Pearl's face. And man, oh, man, man, oh, man, this is acting. He just was feeling shit. How much do you show? Do you show the pain? Do you not? Do you cry? Do you just look? What, whatever Pearl did in that furrowed brow of his and those beautiful blue eyes, man, I bought it and it was a screaming close up. 
Yeah. And you know what they're like when they finally go on you and me this close or Jax is close or Ronnie this close. Here we go. Because yeah, it's going to show. And less is more. He proves it in that oh scene. My like God, you can do bro. so much yes, with less is yes, more. Yes, yes, Less anyway, is so much more. So it was a great. I love that, that too. Amazing. Yeah. So what I love about this take thing at the end is I think that if you're, I'm watching this as an audience member, I go, oh shit, take's going to die. It's the end of the show. Makes sense, right? We know it's the last scene. You just know when you're watching the show. Oh shit, he's going to give him to Pope. Because that's your first thought. And then you go, wait a second. What's he handed him? Wait a second. Where are they? Oh, oh, they're at some apartment. Wendy's. What are you doing at Wendy's? And then, yeah, you know, there was a line that maybe you, you maybe you didn't hear it or, but there was a line earlier where Chib said to Jax, Tig's getting, take, tell Tig to take Wendy home, take her home. Wendy. Yeah, I don't remember home. it. Yeah. So Tig was, 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 uh, you know, Jack said, make sure Tig takes Wendy home and then get him on the phone. Again, Got it's it. one of those very. He wanted you so, to get the heroin. So he wanted me to get the heroin, get the needle. So that when I said to Jax, and I really, I kind of bought that Tig was really honest. He was going, why are you doing this? Mm. Why are you doing We still don't know as an audience what he's going to do. Yeah. But fuck, man. What the fuck is going on? Well, he's the real and, villain of the show. And there, and there goes, what did he say in this episode, Theo, that when you sit at the head of the table. Corrupts. You are, it corrupts you and you are a yeah. savage. Yeah. You have to You're be a savage. savage. You yeah. can't, you can't escape it. Yeah. He's continuing. And so what'd you think of that last scene, bro? Oh, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. What it could have been a different way to do it. Uh, you know, here's why I don't like it. Things sloppy. Lose, it was sloppy. It was weird. It was sloppy. I don't Things also lose their luster. I know it's a different time, right? It's not that many years ago, but like, didn't he already do this to Ima? <clears throat> so she just have a pattern of like, like, what is he doing? So now I'm not saying if they wanted to listen in, this is a TV show. They're outlaw bikers. Let's get past the murder, the drugs, the whole thing. But Wendy's the, the mother of his children. Yeah. Maybe I get it. I get it. I get the end scenes in TV shows. You're doing them for effect. You're doing them for, I got to watch the next one. But it also, I believe at this moment, you're starting to really lose any care for Jax. Why do I care about this guy? See, that would be my bigger concern because I know one of the reasons why we're doing it this way is to stop the Wendy line. Now we're going to, he was going to threaten to take, the Irish, everyone's going to hear about it. And so now we're going to stop that by not continuing that story, by putting a needle in her arm. She's on heroin. No one's going to believe her. And the audience will buy that. I get that. But man, Jax, man, Jax. Whoa, whoa, right. whoa. It's the Jax thing where I'm like, this is whoa. our this is our quote unquote hero or anti-hero as we doing back then. And I know Tony Soprano did the same thing. And I know a lot of these television characters, you know, I, I'd never really seen Breaking Bad, but I know they were like, they're, they're anti-heroes. I get it. Vic Mackey on the shit. I get it. But at the same time, who are we rooting for? We got to root for someone, right? Who are we rooting for? And I think this is where the line started to get super blurred on this show of like, wait, who's my favorite? And you got Opie gone. You got a lot of people that you start to kind of go, I don't know if they're that good of a person. And you and I watching the show, the first thing I always say is I go, man, Gemma was a really bad person. As a character, Gemma Teller. Yeah. Jax Teller Teller was a pretty bad person. Yeah. So I'm just curious of the audience seemed to love them despite this stuff. And I just want to put a little icing on that cake. And say that the next episode, which is the final episode in season five, wait. there is something that Jax does that is truly heroic. And we'll leave Good. it at that. We'll leave it at that. Good. I can't wait because we need some redemption. So I'm excited because I have no idea what happens. Um, here we Rossi. go. Rossi. We're on our Rossi. way. Yeah. Bro. We're almost at the end. One more. We got this merch going on with Caesar. Come on. Standard print. We'll be tweeting out the links. We'll be putting out the links. Go get it. Get on it. 
Um, if you're listening on YouTube, you know, do the like thing, uh, join, come join the Patreon. Doesn't matter what membership you do, you're kind of going to get all the shows. You get to see these mugs. If yep. you're in the RC tier, uh, you got your greetings coming. I know a lot of people have been getting those. We're pretty yep. hyped about those. And uh, we got a Q&A coming up real yep. soon, like real soon. Yeah, I'm like ready. Real soon. Uh, we got to tell Justin to set that up. And then uh, and then we did theory last week, so we got a theory coming up next week. Coming up. Here we go. Peace out. out of here. Love Peace you, buddy. Out. Love you, Love buddy. Love to the fam. See you, bro. Yes. Bye. Have fun. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T-H-E-O, small R-Y, capital P-O-D. If we're talking Reaper Reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper Reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And, uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example. Um, and let's keep making a difference. All right. All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the theory team, the team. Okay, starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up, go follow them, go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So, Shout out to the entire theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up, um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.